Our gospel reading today reminded me of lamb cakes at Easter. Inevitably, one of our neighbors, in particular Mrs. Birmingham of happy memory, would bring a lamb cake to us at Easter, a cake in the shape of a lamb covered with white frosting. I asked my wife Joanne about this and she said they had a similar tradition. that Somebody always brought a cake in the form of a lamb. Sometimes her, was, her cakes were surrounded by coconut dyed in uh, green to make it look like grass and it was surrounded by jelly beans. Maybe some of you are familiar with this tradition. And I know what you're thinking is, oh my gosh, he's pushing us to Easter and we barely survived Christmas. But I'm not one of those shameless marketers or retailers that seem to push us from holiday to holiday. I'm just remembering this lamb cake because John the Baptist refers to Jesus today in that way. He declares boldly, Behold the Lamb of God. And it's a key revelation. Of course, the Old Testament scripture has many references of the Lamb. The key is the Passover Lamb, which freed the Israelites from slavery from Egypt. And the lamb, as well as other animals, were sacrificed in the Jewish temple for the forgiveness of sins, to restore the relationship with God. The prophet Isaiah refers in his writings to the lamb of God, the suffering servant, who will lay down his life for others, for the forgiveness of sins. That's a radically different sense of the Lamb of God. I never understood what that image meant when I was a child, when I was in my youth, and that Lamb sat there on our Easter table. It was, it was delicious, so much so, so beautiful that we never even wanted to cut into it and enjoy it. But think about Isaiah referring to the lamb led to slaughter for the forgiveness of sins for others. That was really the whole mission of Jesus. He didn't come to be served, but to serve and give his life for the ransom of others for all of us. So there's a great theme today in our scripture readings. Isaiah refers to himself as the servant of God. Paul announces himself as an apostle of Jesus, one who is sent to serve. And of course, Jesus himself in our gospel, the ultimate sacrificial lamb, the ultimate servant for each and every one of us. So I think one of the questions we're asked to reflect on today is how are we called to serve God? 
not as Isaiah or Paul or Christ our Savior, but what is our baptismal call? What are we being called to? How are we being called to serve? There's another question that poses itself today from our gospel reading. John the Baptist identifies Jesus, recognizes him as the Lamb of God. So as Christ approaches us, how do we recognize him? How do we call him by name? John the Baptist used the Old Testament image of Jesus, his temple theology, to refer to Christ as the Lamb of God, this humble, peaceful image of a lamb sacrificed for others. Yet John the Baptist twice today in the gospel makes this statement, I did not know him. I did not know him. And that really struck me as I reflected on it. Because if John the Baptist, who was the cousin of Jesus, who was schooled in Scripture, whose whole mission was to prepare the way of the Lord, if John the Baptist didn't recognize Jesus, then I think we can all take consolation in that message. It's hopeful, because there's many times in our lives where we don't recognize Jesus either. So I find it refreshing, this revelation that Jesus is the Lamb of God. It's both complex and mysterious, but that's part of the attraction of our faith. John the Baptist gives us hope and consolation in not knowing. Oftentimes I'm asked this question, do you know Jesus in your heart? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? But the revelation that Jesus is the Lamb of God is something that we need to spend time contemplating. Ultimately, John does testify that Jesus is the Son of God. And he comes to that revelation with the strength of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus and remained with him. That same Holy Spirit is within each and every one of us today and is present with us. Where is the Holy Spirit leading us? What is the Holy Spirit revealing to us about the presence of Jesus Christ in our lives? I think there's a few hints. Where do we find peace and joy? Where do we find kindness and compassion? Those are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. There, in those moments in our life, that's where Christ is present to us. When we find peace and joy and love and compassion. The mystery continues to unfold for us each and every time 
we come to Mass. I love that first line in the Gospel. John the Baptist says, Jesus was coming towards him. Soon at our Eucharistic table, we're going to have a similar experience. Jesus is going to be coming towards us. I love to put myself in that scene. Jesus walking towards me, walking towards each and every one of us. I envision a slow and steady pace. I see a calmness, a gentle smile. The Son of God, the Savior of the world, approaching each and every one of us. Father Robinson will soon proclaim the very same words that John the Baptist did. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Our response will be humble as usual. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But we have to ask ourselves, do we recognize him? Do we know him? Are we ready to serve him? I think the best thing we can reflect on this week in light of these scripture readings comes from our opening song and that beautiful, beautiful responsorial psalm. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will.